Welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. We help you stay happy, healthy, and whole so your small business can thrive and stay vital in this ever-changing world with holistic coaches and small business owners, Jill and Dan. Hello, and welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. I'm Jill, and I'm here with my podcasting partner, Daniel. Hello. And today we are talking about legacy and what is your legacy, how to find your legacy, what means, what it means, and everything else in between. So, Dan, what's your legacy? <laughs> That's a pretty big start to the That's podcast. A deep yeah. question. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll come on to our own personal legacies once we've described <laughs> what yes what you what think of is. as a yeah. legacy i kind of thought about this quite deeply because when dan suggested that we do this podcast i was like oh, what legacy like what can i talk about with legacy i thought it was like something that the definition of legacy is something that is gifted from one generation to the next generation so you kind of think of it as money houses stuff like that don't you material legacy but actually it's much much deeper than that isn't it yeah i'm the same as you when we start, when we decided we were going to do with this topic, you started to do a little bit more of self-reflection. I began to think, well, what is my legacy? What do I want this life to kind of contribute? Mm. What do you want to leave behind? What do, do you, you want your life to have some purpose? So I went into quite deep self-reflection and it's a little bit scary as well to think, am I just wasting time? But it's, it's important to think about these things because you don't want to just live in the day to day, just have every day the same and not leave anything kind of worth doing in a lifetime is it yeah so exactly we've, we've we've done recently a few topics where we've done like facts and figures and statistics kind of short sharp snappy podcasts but this one's a bit more deep kind of philosophical isn't it but it's it's a really important topic I think that's why uh, I mentioned doing it yeah and I think like you set me off into a deep thoughts as well as to what my life means <laughs> and what we're leaving behind or what we've actually been left as well as as what we've um what we're giving and yeah it's a bit of a deep one this one dan so well done for this although you might not say that at the end yeah. <laughs> when we're both in bits going no my life but yeah it's I think it can be it can be a little bit scary can't it but it's, yeah it's really scary yeah it's it's flipping the coin to think that well if I'm at such a certain stage in my life and it's not going the way I wanted it to and you start to feel down about it, then use this as a trigger to then think, oh, well, I do want to leave a legacy. This is what I want to do. This is where mm. I want to go. At least you're now aware of that and you can start making choices and use what legacy you want to leave as the compass, like a driving force to make the changes towards leaving a legacy that you want. Yeah, and sometimes the legacy that you thought that you set out to achieve sometimes that's not the way you want to go. So it's always like a course redirection throughout your life. So it's really well worth doing these kind of things that we're going to talk about how to find your legacy and the benefits of having your legacy as well. And sometimes you just need to continue all through your life doing course corrections, don't you? Yeah, that's, that's a good point because you might be really interested in a subject. You might find your passion in life really early on. So for instance, in terms of career or a hobby in your teens in your early 20s you might be fascinated with something you might want to be a teacher or in the military and that's all you can think about and you think that's your your legacy and essentially it is you go all out and you pursue your passion and you live your legacy and that's good 
But then maybe after 10, 15 years, for instance, the interest might start to wane off a little bit. But that comes down to kind of archetypes as well. You might find you've fulfilled that passion and that interest, that archetype, to such a point where it's now unfulfilling because you've, you've achieved everything you wanted to. Obviously, then comes some self-reflection. And it's okay to then move on to something else because you've, you've given everything to what your passion was. And now you kind of, if you want to call it your soul or your intuition is telling you to move into something else, you'll have a draw to something else. And it's okay to course redirect because if you just stick at something that is not fulfilling anymore, then you become stagnant. And when you're not doing something that you're passionate about, it has an effect on your whole life, not just that one area. So it's yeah. okay to course redirect. Yeah, and of course you can have legacies in business or you can have life legacies. Your children are your legacy. There's all sorts of different types of legacy that you can leave. Um, so being quite clear on which ones you're concentrating on at any particular time as well, like in your life. Sometimes when you have babies and stuff, they become everything that you have to, to deal with. So your business and your life might have to be on pause for a little while. But that's just natural, isn't it? That's just all part of the process of, of life, right? It's not an easy thing either, I don't, I don't think. When I was thinking of this, it might seem having children and, and leaving a, maybe an invention or something for when you're dead, like that's it's a pretty obvious legacy. I mean, imagine especially having a family, that's like what greater legacy to leave than to, to have kids and grandchildren and so on. But in terms of what you want to contribute to the world, it's quite hard. You do need to do a lot of self-reflection. Because if you if you're just stuck and you don't know what to do, it can almost seem impossible to think what you, you want your legacy to be. And you might you might compare yourself to like famous people and these great leaders who made great changes, but that's not that's not everyone. Your legacy might be seem small compared to theirs, but it's your legacy. Mm. So it can be it can be scary, but it has to be done. Otherwise, you'll be old and grey, and you'll be on your deathbed, and, and you'll. There's nothing worse than living a life with regret. If you get to be old and you regret not making the choices or figuring out what you wanted to do, then essentially it's a life wasted to some degree, isn't it? Yeah. What was that quote you dropped in one of our quotes podcasts where you said the, the definition of a nightmare is the person you are meeting the person that you could have become? Yeah, um, yeah that's a good one. And that, it's the same. It's, it, that, it's that thing, isn't it? That what could you achieve if you actually just had the courage to to pursue your dreams and yeah and we live in fear quite a lot as well which stops us from living our legacy yeah we we live in fear of the the what if you might think you know what your passion is you know what you want to pursue but then you tell yourself but what if what Mm. if this happens what if that happens and oftentimes we get stuck in just doing what everyone else does because we think that's normal we creatures that like to be in tribes and we like to belong. So when everyone else does something, we, we just do it because we think that must be the right way to do it. But then you mm. get that cognitive dissonance where you think, well, I'm doing this, but I don't really want to. I want to do something else. But you stay because you like safety. And as well, we do things to, to keep up with the Joneses as well. We, we buy the new car, the new house. We mm. stick with the same clique because we want to seem part of the tribe and we want to keep up. But it can create that internal discomfort if, if we don't go for it and follow our passions. Yeah. So we were just talking off air as well, you know, at the minute we're living in this whole pandemic thing. And, um, you know, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the first two are like food, warmth, shelter, then job security. 
those kind of things are all getting attacked at the moment because people are living in fear of their jobs. We can't go out anymore. We can't meet people. That is all going to have an effect on people's life legacies as well because people will be putting on hold their dreams or maybe they've had to close their business down. You know, that was their passion. All of that kind of stuff really, really impacts. And if we're talking in chakras, like you were saying, it's the first chakra, isn't it? The tribal chakra that are getting attacked and once you've got those um things that happen at the lower end you can't do the stuff at the top the higher end of the scale can you yeah we we talk about foundations quite a lot don't we with regards to to fitness to health to even in philosophical terms as well so if your foundation's not strong enough anything above that's not going to function correctly is it Mm. and at this time in our lives with the pandemic you're right people's root chakra and all their basic needs uh, being attacked people aren't making as much money losing business shops run out of food uh, it's only to remind a degree but some people it's it's quite scary so they're living mm. in fear yeah absolutely and it's funny the other day because after you said we we're going to do this you know how like the universe sends you things every now and then and um, I was walking on the beach listening to Tony Robbins as as you do and he was talking about a person is actually only ever really happy when they are either growing or contributing so you know we're living in a world where we can't do either of those things sometimes at the moment so working on your own personal growth becomes so important so that then you can then you can contribute because the world will go back to normal i do believe i hope (laughs) and pray that it does and it will do eventually so what can you do to grow and contribute in this time yeah it's like that saying in times of peace, prepare for war. We have these opportunities where we might have more time on our hands. A lot of the time, you can't change the situation. You can change how you react to the situation. So use this time mm. where you can't go to the pub as much. You're not allowed to spend time with others. Use that time for self-reflection or even things like, oh, can I go to the gym? The gyms have closed down. Do home workouts, get creative. Yeah. Like it's, it's just how you react. You can't control a situation. You can't get the government to open the gyms back up but you can do a workout at home. And that's obviously, that's just a minor example, but it's yeah. all about your, the thought process and just using everything to your advantage. So have you got some examples of legacies then, Dan? What I want to start with is really, even just the term legacy, just to define what it is. Okay. So I would say that it's the desire to be remembered for what you contributed to the world. Mm. It might only be minor, but like Paul Check says, the idea should be to just leave the garden a little bit nicer than when you got here. Yeah. Be a contributor, not a consumer. So even if that's, you could live a legacy of, you could be a teacher, you could teach people how to look after the health. You could be a great spiritual leader. You could be the Dalai Lama, all the way down to someone who just gives advice to one family member, one little bit of advice that could change someone's life. Mm -hmm. It's about personal development being happy and comfortable in yourself living your legacy but then giving it back as well yeah be be the the best version of yourself so that you can give yourself away essentially that's what i like to think of as legacy yeah that's really good and i was thinking about things that people have passed on to me like my family and i it was like you kind of said it a couple of weeks ago and somebody else has said it to me you know my great great grandfather was a really impressive businessman and then he kind of left his legacy to his son who kind of lost it all. Um, but there was economic things going on as well during like the depression and stuff. 
Um, so yeah, maybe I did inherit that from, from him. You know, it's funny, isn't it? When you look back and think, where did I get this from? Where did I get this? Like that I wanted to run my own business and that I was actually quite good at it. <laughs> well, yeah. Where did that come from? None of my yeah. family do it. It's like somebody must have given it to me. You, you hear that quite often when you hear these like great tribal warriors and you go back 10 generations and they were actually like a leader of a clan in Scotland or something. And then uh, <laughs> yeah. people have that, um, that inheritance essentially, don't they? Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Like you have to look back in time and think, where did I get this from? Like my curly hair, I think I probably got it from him as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, look back, like sometimes you get inherent traits, I think that you, that you have. So that could be the legacy from somebody, you know, somebody miles down the line might inherit some business acumen somewhere. Yeah. And I like to think if people who, because we mentioned earlier that it can be hard to think of your legacy. It might take a lot of self-reflection and a lot of thought and even it can be quite scary. But something that helped me was imagine what stories do you want people to tell about you when Mm. you're long gone? It could be something as simple as he was a nice guy. No one had a bad word to say about him. He was really friendly. He was a family man. That's a, that's a good legacy to leave. Mm-hmm. What, what better legacy to have people enjoy being around you? So just think when, imagine it sounds a bit morbid, but on the day of your funeral, what do you want people to be talking about? You want those happy times, people that tell good stories about you. And if you live a life of passion, people are going to do that. But if you're just boring and you're miserable and you try to bring everyone else down because you're not living your passion, then that's not going to happen. Yeah, funerals should be quite a happy event, shouldn't it? Yeah, death is a part of life. Exactly. So I've got a quote from you talking about funerals <laughs> from the Bible. <laughs> Come on then. <laughs> it's from the Gospel of John. And it says, Do not work for food that spoils, but food that endures to eternal life. And that is John chapter 6, verse 27. Don't say we don't educate you on this podcast, listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that just means like, are you planting seeds now or are you just wasting time? Are you like, for me, when I knew that I wanted to always, I always knew that I wanted to run my own business, but then you get sucked into life and mortgages and children. And that's not such a bad thing. That's just what, you know, I, I didn't mind it. But once I got to a certain point and I had a really good job and I could have stayed there and very comfortably, but I knew it wasn't for me. So it took me till I was like, what, 40 odd to do that and leave. <laughs> and it's scary. It's really scary. But now it's like five years down the line and I'm still here. The roof hasn't fallen down around me and, you know, it's, everything's still going. So it can be done. It just You just need to step off that cliff in a little way sometimes. Yeah, you were talking earlier about with the current situation with the pandemic and the global economy being in a bit of a crisis people are living in fear so it can be hard to live your legacy especially in terms of business because Mm. it's very very difficult but some people it's strengthened their legacy like your business has improved Mm. during hard times so try and use a situation to think well it might awaken something in me although everyone's saying this is such a disaster it might awaken something in you which then forces you to create your legacy like a lot of people are coming out now because there's there's two schools of thought with the whole pandemic that it's, this is a natural disaster. We need to listen to the government. We need to do what we're told. But a lot of people have now, it's a walk on something in them, which is, no, I'm not listening to that anymore. I'm doing what I think. This is, this is my health. This is what I see. I'm not listening to anyone else telling me what to do. 
they're going against the grain, they try more of a re- rebellious spirit. Rebel. Yeah, yeah they, they rebel, but in a good way. So although it's a bad situation, a so-called bad situation, it might have awakened people's legacy to think, right, this is what I want to do. I want to help people in natural ways and not just go down the old path and, mm. and make things even worse. So yeah, you cannot control the situation. You can control how you react. That's how I look at it. Yeah. And when you live in your legacy, for example, like anything like a disaster could hit you, like what has currently happened, but that could actually strengthen the legacy. Like it has in my, in, in my life, it's, it's made my business stronger. I was reading a really good article yesterday on uh, called anti-fragile. And I thought, that's a really clever way of describing it describing the durability of of life and business and you don't want to be fragile you don't want to break it the slightest thing and you know like as you get older you become more fragile as well so it's it's but it's not a natural part of aging so it's not a natural thing to be fragile it's like get durable and stronger through it yeah the situation we're going through it's happening to everyone but there's there's that saying isn't it the same boiling water that softens the potato, hardens the egg. So mm. you use it to strengthen yourself. You kind of change yeah. it. Exactly. But what can you get out of it? So how can our listeners, uh, how do you go about finding what your legacy is? Well, what springs to mind for me initially is we've spoke about it in a previous podcast on intuition, which episode 18, I think it is. Yeah. So if you want to refer back to that, that's a good one to listen to. But it's definitely listen to that inner voice because we all have it. We suppress it to a certain degree if we just live day to day in jobs that we don't like and in relationships we don't like. But it, it definitely is there. Listen to your intuition, that kind of a deep inner voice that we know this is what we want to do. It, it's always there. And if we can draw that out and just act on it even a little bit and just gain some momentum and then see what happens from there. Even if you yeah. just explore a few different ideas and you don't know what you want your legacy to be, try different things. Then mm. if anything, at least you know what you don't want to do and you start eliminating things. And eventually using that inner voice, it's like a compass. You'll, you'll find what drives your desires and your actions in everyday life. And hopefully you get there pretty quick. Yeah. And we were taught quite a powerful way of doing that, weren't we? When you've mentioned, what do you not want to do? In the Czech Institute, they say, if you don't know what your dream is, find out what your nightmare is. And for some people, it could be now what they're living through is, is the nightmare. So that could be the impetus, you know, like dead end, mindless job, that, you know, not eating well, just feeling like crap. And so that could be your nightmare that you're actually living it now. So what can you do to start getting yourself out of that rut and actually start making some conscious decisions? Yeah, and it's that's, all that. Go on, you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna say it's really important because it's, some people might not know what they want to do, but they definitely know what they don't want. Yeah. If you say to people, "Oh, where do you envision yourself in five years' time?" and they say, "Well, I definitely don't want to be in this marriage in five years' time. That'll just be a life wasted for me. I definitely don't want to be doing this job. I'm so wasted. I hate doing this." So at least you think you can get that in your head, and at least it confirms that you want to change. Mm, yeah so that's a good top tip if you're not sure what your dream is what's your nightmare and then go the opposite direction or start making steps to go in the opposite direction like tony robinson i'm dropping a lot of tony robinson today sorry guys but 
he is good. He says, most people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in five years. So it's amazing the differences that you can make in five years. Like I've just passed my five-year business goal and never would I have thought that would be podcasting and doing all the stuff that I do now with my own studio and all of that kind of jazz. Long-term view is I'm starting to realize that now, especially even in just the last month or so, the most successful people are the people who you admire. They have that brilliant long-term vision Mm. and then they can just get to work on the day-to-day stuff you quote tony robbins a lot i quote gary v quite a lot (laughs) but he has a good saying which is macro patience micro speed Mm. so it's that having that idea in your head that you think yeah this might take 20 years but i'm going to work every single day and get as much done every single day as i can for 20 years Mm -hmm. it's that long-term view but the the short-term speed and that uh, that really resonates with me. That's really good because uh, another person I like to quote is James Clear in Atomic Habits. And he talks about goal setting. And we're going to do a podcast on goal setting, aren't we? But he says, like, it doesn't matter really what the goals are. They, you can set your goals. They're great. But then forget about them. It's the stuff that you do every single day that pushes you towards those goals. Because one of the things that really like resonated with me was, you know, like a winner in a race. The winner and the loser both had the same goals. It wasn't the goal that took, got them to the race. It was the stuff that they did every single day to, to enable them to reach that race. So it's not the goal that's driving you forward. It's the little habits that you're putting into place every day that will drive you towards that. He talks really well about that, doesn't he? It's The goal isn't to win the race. The goal is to go to the gym every day. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the goal isn't to get 10 new clients. The goal is to write an email every day yeah social media post every day yeah that, that's the like that's that. the actual yeah. goal the end result is more the reward yeah not the actual goal is it and like like i said winners and losers both have the same goal so it doesn't matter what your goal is really it's the stuff that you do every day to get there <laughs> that brings up a, a topic which might, might be slightly off theme but what do you think of contribution awards so you know you got kids in school now where the everyone gets a medal the winner, the winner wins, but everyone gets a medal for competing. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what do you think of that? I'm not keen on that. I, I think you've got to have a bit of competition. You know, like, they're saying, I can understand they don't want to disappoint the kids, but you know what? Life is a fucking disappointment sometimes, yeah. you know? Like, you have to be able to deal with the fact that you're going to lose because, you know, every everybody, like, I know for a fact, you'll know this, you don't make mistakes you learn from them don't you and you, you some of your biggest life lessons are from the mistakes that you've learned so if you were getting a, oh well done for making that right cock up yeah. <laughs> it's, like... okay to, it's okay to finish in the middle of the pack and be mediocre yeah no it isn't god no like yeah. my husband always says i can't remember what he says but he's like your second you're lost <laughs> kind yeah. <of> words. <laughs> i agree with the with everything you say really and it's you shouldn't you shouldn't look negatively on the people who finished second or third or fourth, you should just say, well done for, for contributing. You didn't win. Mm. Yeah, you gave it, effort's the most important part. Yeah. And you say, well, then imagine if it's in terms of a business and you just kept on trying and trying and your business kept failing. Use the lessons and say, well, okay, brilliant, you've tried, but this might not be for you. You might be, you might be better at another business. Mm. But if we just got rewarded just for the effort and just finish in the middle of the pack, you might not get that lesson that might be the driving force to do something which you will win at because mm. we all have talents. We just might not realize them because we've been pandered to and telling, telling us that everything's perfect. Yeah. But yeah, that was yeah. a bit of a, 
that's a bit random. A bit off piste, but Science. I won't imagine it. But yeah, but it's true though. You can it can help you to look to what work towards your legacy, knowing what you're not good at. <laughs> it's really important, yeah. Because we because we're not no one's good at everything. Yeah. Like I'm crap at running. I, I, nobody will ever get me to run. If I came to you and you put us on a treadmill, I think I'd slap you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not in my legacy plan. Being a good runner will never be written on my gravestone. So come on then. So that leads us into a good time to say, what is your legacy? What is my legacy? Oh, God damn. See, look, look how difficult it is. We've been talking about it for the last half hour, but it's yeah. difficult, isn't it? It is. It's really difficult. So my legacy is obviously my kids. I want them to be responsible and I don't want them to have like, I want them to work for what they've got. Cause like, I don't think anyone's ever really given me anything, you know, like I don't mean that in a horrible way, but like they've given me things, but not like monetary. I've always earned, I've never relied on anyone else to give me anything. You know, like if I didn't know something, I'd learn it. That's what pisses me off about so many people these days. Oh, you're so good at that. No, I'm only good at it because I sat and spent hours learning it, you know? Yeah. So that whole kind of ethos that life should be handed to you on a plate. Well, it shouldn't, should it? You've got to work for it. And that's why I always tell my kids because you know, I always get this, oh, I can't do that. And I'm like, well, if you think you can and you think you can't, then you're right. Henry Ford, that was, wasn't it? Whether you yeah. think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. And um, do you find the most rewarding things are when you find it really difficult at the start and then you just put the graft in and then you figure it out in the end and then people think you're an expert but really you've just put the work in do you find that more rewarding than just because everyone has these god-given talents where you're just good at something yeah i find it more rewarding when you put the work in and you learn it and then people think it's natural to you but it's not that's a lot more rewarding yeah like us podcasting who knew yeah and Who speaking of was... speaking of legacy, we, we talk about leaving things behind. Mm. This is what's interesting. I've literally just come to this realization in the last twenty seconds. Wow! That we are actually moment. leaving a physical thing behind. So these are so long after we're gone. Yeah. People can <laughs> listen back. Yeah. I think they, they, Jill and Dan were in the first ten years of podcasting. They were part of the foundation to this. Yeah. There might be no television in a hundred years' time. There could be just podcasts. <laughs> you never know. Can you imagine our grandkids listen to this? But isn't that interesting or that it's an actual <laughs> physical thing which they left behind? Because our like our great grandparents, there's nothing, there's just maybe like an old black and white photograph, and that's literally it. Yeah. But we are leaving like a digital imprint. Yeah, like it, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So they'll be able to listen to us talking and swearing. Our grandkids we better stop swearing <laughs> in case our grandkids hear us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, th- I think it's important to to do these things and we shouldn't take it for granted that we have these opportunities. To, to leave a positive, a positive impact. That's sometimes where I think if you know something important, which can leave a positive impact on the world, it's almost selfish to not talk about these things, to not put stuff out into the world, to not even have conversations with people. It's yeah. almost selfish to not do it. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. No. Um, so another bit of my legacy would be like, I had to do this whole thing when I'd rebranded my company and it was like, um, so what's your ethics? What's your, what do you want people to see? And I wanted it to be fun. And that was my main thing. Like people should enjoy coming. Like you shouldn't not want to do a class or anything like that. They should enjoy it and have fun and be sociable and get fit and have knowledge and education. But 
without the stuffiness and all of the, you know what, like some instructors are like so far up their own asses. It's self-righteous. Yeah. And I don't want to ever be like that. Well, I can definitely tell you that that comes across very strongly. What? That I'm not up my own ass. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fun. You're passionate about what you do. And I think when people are passionate about what they do, they live in a life of purpose and they live in a legacy. They are fun. They're contagious. Yeah. They're infectious. People want to be around them. People are compelled to follow them and do what they want. We want to be around those people. And yeah. having a, a happy, fun business is just a very strong signal that you're doing something right. Because if you were to start a running club, how fun would that be? Oh, God, I'd be in hell. <laughs> <laughs> no one would join with you. I could stand at the side and set people off and be motivational. <laughs> yeah. It's just not your legacy, is it? <laughs> just, I just wouldn't join in, no. Yeah. Everyone would laugh. So what's yeah. yours then, Dan? My legacy. Again, I, I kind of struggle to really put a massive pinpoint on it. I think if I did it over a longer period of time, like weeks or months, mm. I'd probably write it down like a mission statement, which is probably what I should, yeah. even after this podcast is finished and aired, I think it's something we need to keep working on continually. Mm. But really, I want to be an example of how to live a healthy lifestyle and show people and teach people how to go for their passions mm-hmm. instead of just going down the boring nine to five route. That's kind mm-hmm. of, it's still something I'm working on my, my, myself, but I've always had this since like maybe a teenager that there's more to life than just the day to day. And I want to kind of teach people that it's okay to go for things and it might not go right, but you need to look after your health because those signals will become stronger. And I just want to be just an example of that. Practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully people just get the message through there. Yeah. Well, I think you are a good example, but it's like you're still quite relatively young as well. So it's kind of like now that you have to start putting those, planting those seeds. And it's funny because we, we talk about intuition. Like I've always, maybe not always, but since I was a teenager, like I've had that thought, even though it sometimes gets blurred. I've always thought there's, there's more than just this. Mm. And I kind of want people to know that. And I think I am... I'm a lot more on that route now, learning the Czech Institute stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've been in careers which I haven't liked and I've had the courage to change and go more on the, the other direction. So yeah, that's, I think that's definitely going to be my legacy. But I need to make it stronger because even that statement I just said there saying, I think that's my legacy. That's not, that's not clear <laughs> enough. I need to work on it. So like, I'm yeah. checking myself as I say this, but that's good because no one's perfect. Yeah, exactly. So what are the benefits of knowing your legacy then? Or what do you think? You'll just feel like you've lived a life of purpose and you'll be happier and people will remember you. And like we said at the start, you'll leave the garden a little bit of a better place than when yeah. you got here. When, um, when you're also living your legacy, you make much better decisions because you know instantly if someone asks you for an opportunity or something or um, asks you what you want to go out for the day or something, when you need to be working on your business plan um then you'd be like no actually i don't want to because i know that this is what i should be doing and i need to do this so you make much more conscious decisions i think as to whether you're working towards your goal or is something going to take you away from your goal so i think that's one of the benefits of having a good legacy yeah it gives you clarity definitely doesn't it yes and in terms of something i wanted to mention earlier but it passed me by and we were talking about if you don't know what you're your dream is or you want your legacy to be then think of your nightmare that's good but then also if, if you then want to start formulating a plan to live your legacy i think well what, what is my purpose in life start to think about things like what do you spend a lot of your time thinking about 
what do you wish your life could be in five years? What do you spend money on? What do you spend your time being drawn to? All these things matter because if your attention is unconsciously going in that direction, then that is your legacy. Mm. If you're constantly thinking about how messed up the earth is in terms of pollution and things like that, and you're constantly watching programs and documentaries about the earth, then start to explore these areas. I mean, that's just a, like an example, but it's a sign that your legacy could be to help conservation. You might only help it like a, a minute amount, but if everyone did this, everyone lived their legacy, I have no doubt that the world would be a better place. Yeah, absolutely. And like, if you're not working towards your legacy, you're working towards someone else's usually, you know, start having to think about it. And that brings us nicely onto ways that you can start to find what your legacy is. Like you said, you know, those things that you're always having your thoughts about. Another way, we've talked about this a lot in the intuition episode that you mentioned before, but it's like looking after your body, getting healthy, because that gives you more clarity of mind. Journaling is a really good way. Tony Robbins always talks about journaling. Some of the things that I do in business, which I don't really do in, in life, but maybe I should, which is like a 10-year forecast, five-year forecast, you know, that kind of like how you're going to get to that long-term thing that you want to do. I'm always doing kind of stuff like that, which you don't really do in your life, do you? <laughs> you do for your business. <laughs> yeah, no, those, those are all really good points. And the only other two I would kind of add, which you kind of said really was definitely like self-reflection. So... Mm stop just getting all the external messages from television, from social media, from being in conversation with people. That's all external and you you can never hear your own thoughts if you do that. Mm. So a little bit of self-reflection, like a little bit of meditation, just sit and think. Journal, like you said, journaling's really good. So it puts out your thoughts on the paper. And then once you start writing, sometimes you can't stop, can you? And you think, yeah. oh, all that was in my head and you just get it down. Where's this coming from, yeah? Yeah, exactly. But if you're constantly being bombarded from everywhere else then it's, everything gets unclear and again we mentioned earlier but explore a little bit more just try new things mm. you never know when you you just you land on something like my dad he was like 40 year old we were on holiday in like center parks or something and he they had like an archery thing where you just go and do archery for a few hours and he did that never picked up a bow and arrow in his life and then really 10 12 years later he was uk champion really <laughs> literally wow. just like how like you so you never know when it's going to happen but if you if you just fun and you try new things like yeah. who knows what's going to happen yeah so don't be a boring fart <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that also goes down to like reading why like you know and we've talked about it in the um the episodes the tv shows like don't watch mindless stuff um and you know pursue mindless activities and dreams like you know wanting to get the next car and next best model of car and stuff that's just mindless pursuits of consumerism that aren't that are sucking out resources from the earth <laughs> i'm getting really deep now about you buying a new car <laughs> 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 but you know you're, you're consuming aren't you you're not contributing by doing stuff like that yeah and keeping up with the neighbors is just a sign that you don't know what you want yeah so and you're just living out of fear essentially you're never going to be happy because once you get the new car there's always a, a newer car yeah so comparison no, is the thief of joy yeah that might be a bombshell to end on that was a good quote <laughs> thanks thanks dan <laughs> is there anything else you want to add <laughs> um no i think we've gone through all of my notes yeah it's important to to think about what 
your legacy should be and how you want to be remembered, what you want to contribute to the world. It is a little bit scary and it can seem quite daunting, in fact, because it's it's a big subject, isn't it? Mm. And you think, well, I'm 30, I'm 40, I'm 50. What, what have I contributed? You might not have any children. You might, I don't know, you might feel that you might feel relatively worthless in terms of what you've contributed. But we said in an earlier podcast, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago, but the second best time to plant a tree is now. So yeah. even use this, even if you listen to this and use it as, it's just brought up an awareness that actually I want to leave a little bit of an impact to start now. And it starts by thinking about it and listening to this. And then listening to our back catalogue of fabulous episodes. Particularly <laughs> episode 18, Intuition, that's, that ties up really well. And I can't remember which episode, which number it is, but Cognitive Dissonance, that's quite an, a relatively similar subject because yeah. if, you, if you think you want to live your legacy but you're doing something else then there's there's that gap in between so yeah and the books and the tv show ones because then they're not mindless things that we're advising you to read or listen to so i always find like when i'm in a rut like sometimes you know you don't know what to do just listening to a really good audible podcast or reading a really good book can sometimes just spark something in you can it and you can just go ah that was the answer I was looking for. Yeah. And even if, you, if you're trying to find your passions as well, yeah, like you said earlier, think, oh, why did I get drawn to that podcast or that audio book? These are things I'm interested in. Like mm. this is, that's, that certain pathway is, at least that's the right direction to go in. And this, this is your intuition or your higher self or your, your legacy telling you that this is what you should be doing. Yeah. And then doors start to strangely open. Yeah, that definitely happens, doesn't it? Yeah, when you're living in, when you start to pursue your passion, the doors to the universe open. That was a quote by me. <laughs> Jill <laughs> Robinson, 2020. <laughs> right, so where can people find you, Jill? Um, where am I? I am on organicpilates.co.uk. My classes are online and offline now. So if you want to join us, please do. And um, what else have I got going on? I've got workshops coming up we'll have to get our workshops back on track again dan as well um yeah so just keep an eye out things will be happening <laughs> as always and moving and shaking so yeah if you want to come and move and shake with me in my studio it's beautiful i love it i love my studio now and and it's your birthday as we're recording this isn't it or very soon you got any plans yeah. no i'm teaching actually see that now that's, no, that's a legacy you're a teacher even on your birthday Yes. It'll leave it an impact. That's it. That's it. Always selfless. Selfless done. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Where are you and what are you up to? Still doing personal training. And like I say, it'd be nice to get the workshops back up and going. Yeah. And if you want to find me, I'm at Daniel Purvis Health and Fitness on Facebook. It's the best place. Oh, I started and... a new Facebook page for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How's that going? <laughs> I haven't really checked it out yet. I must admit. Yeah. I've had it's a few cost... people ask me about it, actually. Because um, oh. Some people are really active on Facebook and they've been asking me about it. All right. Well, you need to share it with all of your um, yeah, friends. Um, so, yes, it's called Small Bills blah, blah, Business, not the, without the blah, blah, Small Business Whole Health Podcast. And it's on Facebook. I just started it the other day. Then my phone was crashing all over and it wouldn't like upload it things properly. So I do need to have a proper look at it and get it up, up and running. But I'm going to be putting all the episodes and the links that we talk about in the show. I'll put them on there and any books that we read or recommend and a few quotes maybe as well so please 
like and follow the page as well as subscribe into the podcast and um yes we will and share it with your friends as well yeah it's, it's a good idea because we often come up with quotes and books and resources and this that and the other and you've always got a crystal or two on the go so we can yeah. show people what we're actually talking about and i want to take a photo now shouldn't I? when i look I like bono when i've got my glasses on i know i lost that photo you know i took a really good photo of you looking like bono <laughs> yeah i know i've lost it yeah but as always the podcast is on itunes spotify audible or is it amazon uh, amazon 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 podcast. music yeah i think amazon are trying to muscle in on the podcast game all oh, right so I thought we, we should be on there. I think I'm in charge of distribution. You're the global distribution manager. <laughs> yes. So, sorry, I cut you off halfway through your personal training. Dan's a really good personal trainer, guys. So he was kind to me. I am back the last, last week, didn't I? You said your arms were aching a little bit. My arms and my chest was killing. But you, you managed, though. I mean, we just went through the movement patterns, didn't we? And probably felt good to lift some weights again. Yeah, it did, actually. It did. So if anybody wants to get in touch with Dan for that, I recommend. Yeah. People sick of being in lockdown, get some weights lifted and some movements done. Yeah, exactly. Get those endorphins flowing around your body. So okay. thanks for listening, We're everyone. Done. Yeah, that's us signing, signing out. <laughs> We're just fading out slowly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.